Hey, hey, Bachelor Masters here. That was a whole lot of nothing on last night's episode. Yeah, I agree. You know what? It's because I miss. Well, personally, it's because I miss Brayden. Once she let him go, it's all falling apart. Like men are letting their guard down now. I don't mean that in the bachelor way, by the way. I mean it in the they are no longer competing way, right? Uh, Would would you agree with that? Why do you think it was not good? Sean seems like he's competing. Yeah, he is actually the only one competing. But because there was no real competition there for him, you can tell that she only liked him because he liked her. And that wasn't enough for her at this point. It was enough for her week two and three. Right. But um, there's not can we just going on with the men themselves. That's my can problem. Can we just stick with that we both agree on something for once? I want to parse it. If we don't decide the reasons, I mean, the reasons are the point of this podcast. Our right. reasons are always. Well, the reason I think it was a boring episode is because it really amped up the AI generated episode to no, a whole new no. level. There was no. literally no excitement in this episode. It was just. But they, is that against they, your AI thing? It is they, that against your AI theory? No, because it's exactly the same as every other episode that's ever been of The Bachelorette. No, because it would have created some unnecessary tension that we would have been like, what? Where'd that come from? You mean like a two-on-one with two people that like each other? A two-on-one that had zero stakes. (laughs) Because both of them were cut, as we knew, as the second you put those two on a two-on-one, you're like, yeah. (laughs) Why? But Aaron and Brayden on a two-on-one missed opportunity. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally missed opportunity. Well, look, uh, Caitlin is is here. She's just uh, finishing up a a meeting, so she'll be joining us soon. Right now, Easier and I are holding down the fort. Uh, all right, so what are we going to talk about? Well, man, there was something I wanted to ask you, but I think I'll remember by the time the episode is over. Oh, it's on at eight p.m. now. I remembered. Are you yeah, watching live? No. It was weird because, well, the Dodgers were on. It's weird because, um, it's weird because, like, they all, it's not like, what's the name of the show? Uh, Bachelor. Your podcast <laughs> on it. No. The one that they swapped with. Oh, Claim to Fame. It's not like Claim to Fame ended. No. They just swapped spots. That's really weird. It's just. Me. It's just sloppy uh, pre-planning. It's just, I mean, they could say it's a its a strike. It's an eff- effect of the strike. But I'm sure it's just them not really uh, thinking that, you know, once we take it away, they'll want it even more. Right. But I bet what it did is people who watch live, which aren't many anymore, you know, it's just people that still have an antenna, not many, right. are like annoyed that they turned on the show and they're like, What? Now, you know, no one's like, oh, good. I get to watch my favorite block, Claim to Fame and Bachelor. <laughs> now they're reversed. Great. <laughs> Except for, you know, your friend, your, the Craig superfan. <laughs> for Craig superfans. Oh, Jay in LA? Uh-huh. Yeah, who texted me that he loves Claim to Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so. <clears throat> Wait, so we're really going to do this? We could realize that we have an out right now we could just say 
Well, Caitlin's busy anyway, and this episode sucked. Let's just uh, wrap it up and <laughs> have an extra day where we could do things. But no, we're going to forge ahead with the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I well, there's some questions I have despite all that. I think it could be not, you know, involved, like I'm not super involved because there wasn't much there. But, you know. We have to wait to talk about New Orleans. Okay, Nola. go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. Look, let me ask a question. All right. In the Greg Grippo, Joey, (laughs) tennis, Joey, Venn diagram, like how much do they overlap? Is it just a circle? Is it, uh, you know, 75% overlap for you? That's a good question. I don't think they're that overlapped, to be honest. Really? I I just said, to be honest, which just means I lie whenever I don't say that. Well, if I don't say a, let's if I don't say to be honest, you can't trust what I'm gonna say. It's just a sentence rounder outer. <laughs> um okay, so I think in the way that they are liars and horrible people <laughs> that convince women that they like them for social and economic gain. <laughs> I think they're a good. I think they're a circle. What what on earth makes you think any of that about Joey? I wonder. So this is well, this is the one thing Elon Musk has. Forget the politics about what he's done to so to suppress so much speech when he took over Twitter and to make Twitter a different place. But one thing he's done is he's made it so that batch we cannot. We can no longer take the temperature of Bachelor Nation as accurately as we used to and as in real time as we used to. Yeah, that might be true. Because I heard the most insincere, insincere bunch of word salads I've ever heard from Joey. Really? Let's listen to some of it. Yeah. Tell me if this sounds sincere to you in any way. Seriously, I, I can't believe how comfortable I feel. I know. I don't. I, I don't get it. Too. I, I don't understand why, but there's something that you just can't explain, mm-hmm. and I just miss you. Whenever I, I see you, I'm just excited to get more time with you. No. So, mm-hmm. to get this time today, just I know. it means like, the world I'm to me. It so much. This is something I truthfully want, and okay, okay. I remember watching that scene, and I remember thinking like Charity is saying "uh huh" to anything he says. Yeah, she's looking at his dreamy face and going he's like, not that, "He's not that dreamy." She look. He, she thinks it's not he like, is. It's not like John Stamos is sitting next to her. She thinks he is. <laughs> Forget what we think. She thinks he is, and I hope, I hope the charity is using him because he's cute and not seeing like and seeing through him. Like Katie did not on her season through Great Grippo. Like, how are people buying this? Are are Bachelor fans buying this? And do they not hear what I hear, which is the complete like rehearsedness in his voice? I hear rehearsed lines. I how hear can the, bad first first. You know, no, let me do that again. Kind of acting. How can mm-hmm. Great Grippo and okay. Joey's Venn diagram overlap? I thought Great Grippo was sincere he was trying to get katie to 
like give you know make you know tell him that he's the one and then stop the show because they'd already figured it out that wasn't that his big thing i think you're forgetting what we decided on because we decided you decided that you liked craig Grippo. you're right no you're again you're getting it all mixed up craig let me set the record straight. Although anyone can go back and listen to our time-stamped podcast where from night one that I saw Greg Grippo, I'm like, this guy is a liar. This guy's up to no good. He's fooling her. He's trying to fool us. He's pretending to like her and he's trying to get out on week you know, eight and save face. But he's so good looking. He's going to make it all the way through and that he's going to get stuck in this like pickle. Okay. So what is... So what with Greg Grippo and with Joey, I feel like there are these good looking men that can. And then here's the thing, too. They're not just good looking men. They are non-threatening good looking men. Whereas uh-huh. Brayden is threateningly good looking. Does that <laughs> do you see that distinction, though? Because that's an important distinction. So they have this goody two shoes boy next door look to them. Both Greg Grippo and Joey. And the women are like, I can't believe no one's no one's ever commented on your aw shucks look. And they're like, you know, they do this cutesy little thing. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, I know. What, what guy did you wrong when you were no, younger? No, this is not about a guy who did me wrong. This is kind of the opposite. This is <laughs> the, the things I've seen. I'm like, this guy is such a weasel. Why doesn't anyone see that he's a weasel except me? Um, I didn't get... Sorry, I just didn't get uh-huh. weasel vibes from Joey. Oh, it, well, then you must be—you must be I'm one of the suckers like the, to his yeah. good looks, right? Okay, do you <laughs> do you hear the insincerenessnessness, insincere insincerity? Oh my, I should just use a real word, right? Like insincerity. Uh, here in this next thing he says, "Want and I want it with charity." I would be crazy not to tell you that I am falling in love with you. Today was everything I could have imagined and more. I mean... It is weird that we're going faster paced than usual. I mean, this is episode five and we're already choosing the, the hometown dates. Ep- I, think, I think... Yeah, think it is... a couple ahead. Yeah, we can address that later, but my point is that... Well, he's already saying I love you on episode five. Okay, but have you ever... Okay, you're you're not, you know, I'm not, this is a weird question to ask just randomly, but have you ever read through a script? Have I ever read through a script? Yeah, just random question. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. So, like, the first we read through, you're trying to, like, I mean, there's no hard and fast rules for this, but the way I read through a script, first read through is just for content, what's happening. Second read-through, I might look for nuance. The third read-through, I really look for emotion. He's on his first read-through here. He's not good at it. And I'm wondering, first off, does anyone else hear it? And why does no one else hear it? (laughs) You know, I'm shocked that you do not hear it. I, I just don't, I just don't see weasel in him. I don't know. Okay, so uh, you you heard sincerity in his voice in these clips. I well, played. I don't think the opposite of insincere has to be sincere. It can be in the middle somewhere. Okay, what will attach a adjective to his speaking of these lines? 
Play it again. I'm going to play the I Love You exclusively or wherever I land on that. Saving it so much. This is something I truthfully want, and I want it with Jerry. I would be crazy not to tell you that I am falling in love with you. Today was everything I could have imagined and more. Ignore the I mean, music. That's Ignore the music, though. A, I don't know if the filming was was uh, condensed like the episodes are, but that's a big risk to say I love you on the, his one-on-one date, basically. She, he know Okay. It, is it, though? Is it for a man like Joey who has probably gotten away with close to literal I murder he, I with those he, looks? You, you're good. Those looks, <laughs> especially man, will get you so far. You I, are I, making stuff up. I cannot overestimate that. I cannot, like, overemphasize how... He does not, he does not like, get that many chicks. Come a on. guy like that. No, no, no. It's not exactly about getting chicks, though. That's the nefariousness of it. <laughs> I promise you. He is a wolf in sheep's clothes. I mean, he's every, I'm sure he gets away with lots of, oh, my car broke down. I couldn't make it. I, I, I don't know what he gets away with, but I know he gets away with a lot. I see it in his beady little eyes. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, and if he's, he's a good people reader, you know, like you said yourself. He was saying, blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And she was going, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm. Well, because I think that's more of a in- indictment of her than him. I think it's how people normally react to him. And he knows when he has someone, in quotes, right? When, he, yeah. when he's got him. I think you're reading this completely wrong. And then he never overplays his hand because he knows exactly where to <laughs> pick it. What's your read on it? I think... You have him pegged as being way better looking than he is, way more suave than he is. Um, I don't think she's. I, I, I think there's something you don't understand here, Craig. Though there's 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 a there's a big chunk missing out of your like man knowledge, and I have to fill it in here. <laughs> is that true? Okay? Yes. Okay. Women Where's spend. We'll, we'll get to that. Women spend money hours. It's on their top like five or ten thing list of how to look good right clothes makeup smelling good working out that men do too but men don't have as much to rely on so with that to like hold us together there men there are less good looking men than there are good looking women and i'm saying that obviously with all the accoutrements like women come with right a average looking person to someone can be very attractive if they're a lot of things go right for them do you get what i'm saying so when a naturally good looking man uh who does take you know a few extra steps to make sure he stays good looking or that he is attractive that's catnip to women especially someone like charity who is so She's so like intoxicated by his looks. And so I think you're not into account the fact that there are not that many good looking men in the world. <laughs> well, it's like on Seinfeld when Elaine asked Jerry how many what percentage of the population can you date? <laughs> you say like three <laughs> percent. 
Yeah, and it's it's seven percent, something like it's that. It's not really like like would you say that? Like, you know, oh how many are are there more cute, good looking women in the world than men? And if you said yes to that, would you say that that's because of all the things women do to work on themselves? To I don't see what this has to do with Joey. Well, it's because of that that you're... I don't think you're taking that into account when you realize how much charity... You know, will believe almost anything he says. Will say yet. Yeah, will giggle. Will and how much he plays his hand correctly. So saying "I love you" is he's doing that because he knows it's going to be received well. He has not already tested the waters. He's not Sean. You know, the budget prince charming or whatever they called him, <laughs> and like just going in there cold. You know, cold read going in there going like, hey, I really care about you. And he did not read the room, right? Joey always does. Sean should be like a, an influencer that works at Disney Parks as a prince. I'm sure. Yeah. He lives in Florida. He probably yeah, maybe has that's that what job. he does. Yeah. But okay. didn't, um, what's her name who won Clayton's season? She was uh -huh. a princess at Disney. Back I'm sure day. she was. Okay, well, what? So you, I think we're not are still agree. firmly in the stance that Joey is not calculating. I think we're not going to agree, so we should uh, think about moving on. Okay, let's move on. But last question: mm -hmm. Would you, based on all this, based on your own thoughts, though, how <laughs> much do Gray Grippo and Joey overlap after we've said? I this? don't. I think at first glance, like when you first see him, first see Joey. No, 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 not looks. Everything else. Then I don't think they overlap much at all. Okay. Second follow-up question to that. <laughs> and I don't think, because I don't think you've answered this. Do you consider Joey in any way sincere, having said everything we said? I think he very well Percentage. could be sincere. I Percentage think he could be sincere. Fifty percent, seventy-five percent. Because I know you don't know. I'm saying, what do you feel? This is not a no situation. I think he's. I think he's sincerely excited to be on this date with Charity. Okay, you believe? Does he him. love her? Does he love her? No. Oh, but no, I, but, but no one could at this stage. I, I, I got a quick, I got a quick sidebar to that. Oh my gosh, you just reminded me. Craig, Craig, <laughs> uh -huh. Chris Harrison said on his podcast, oh God, when pressed, but still said this, that the bachelor invented the falling for you, invented that phrase. I'm falling in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. I'm falling for you. Yeah. As an alt. I <laughs> yeah. Do you? I mean in the pantheon of, maybe, of dating right, shows. Right, 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 right. In the big, in the, like, yeah, on TV. But in real life? Right. No. Well, they put that it. That can't be put, true. They were the first to put it down on TV, I don't even I think that's true. I don't even think that's true. I think it's like, 
romantic comedy, you know, lore for, since the, I think maybe not the 80s, but the 90s has definitely had those terms. I'm just surprised he really thinks that he has something to do with this, you know, this distinction without a real difference because it's just a way to tell every contestant that you love them if you are the lead. I mean, I've, yeah, I've said this before. I I think I saw the word influencer for the first time on The Bachelor. No, With, that's uh, not true. That's definitely yeah. not, not. But that doesn't um, mean anything. That just means it's entered the consciousness. That's like saying... You know, they invented love languages because you saw it first there. Right, 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 right. Like, like they just, they just, but, and, and they're always super late. A la but wrestling, it, but it's, by the way. But it's true. There's there's no other dating show where you would say, oh, I'm falling in love with you. But there's romantic comedies and there's romance books and there's like, you know, live journal blogging and fan fiction. I don't know. Like there's the world is humongous. They did not invent that. They did not come close to inventing it. (laughs) I'm not saying I agree with Chris Harrison. I'm just trying to make sense of this. Well, I just thought that was I thought you'd be more. Blown away that the fact that he's his ego is like the farther he steps away, the bigger his the lore <laughs> in his head becomes too. Interesting. I just can't. I can't believe the podcast is still going. I mean, the Chris Harrison podcast. Yeah, he's made it through the first, you know, the first hard part of keeping it going, and now he's. Well, he is running out on. of guests. He is doubling back <laughs> on guests because only bachelor people will come on, or people that you've never ever heard of. Um, every once in a while, he'll get a big reality get, but it, he kind of uses it for all kinds of things. He uses it to to supposedly, you know, impart knowledge on all of us. Right. Um, we, and he gets things completely wrong sometimes. You know, I don't mean his opinions. I mean the facts he bases his opinions on are incorrect. It's right. very strange. So no one's there to fact check him. Um, and. Uh, and then he right, and then he has bachelor people on as if it's this like wow, wow, you got this like it's not that exciting. Okay, moving on. Sean and uh-huh. Tanner, do you want to talk about the two on one date? <laughs> well, I I dubbed it the two on one date to nowhere. Yeah, they okay. just yeah okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it was I, really weird. It was out of left field. It is. And, it was. And it. It wasn't really needed. What What if they wanted it for Brayden and then because he stuck his foot in his mouth and just like left, they're like, well, now. Could be. Well, now. Um, yeah, we already had the two on one set up. And so we got to give it to somebody. The two, the two, I, there was one two on one date recently. And this was the most. The, they rarely do it because it's been dubbed sexist. Right. If it's a male lead, uh-huh. is that what we are decided? Uh, I don't asking. know if we decided that. I mean, some of the best bachelor scenes are when they leave somebody on an island and oh yeah, tell them to tell them to go f off. When they when they leave in a helicopter and that one person <laughs> yeah. is left alone. <laughs> yes, I thought she was going to cut them at the picnic table. Like goodbye. Here's the the leftover crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the skins or whatever. I thought that was gonna happen, and they did not do it. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I mean Tanner. Tanner. 
who I've never remembered until this. I did not know who that was. I was like, who's this guy? He looks like a. Well, he has no personality. The Becca, the Becca, the one that Becca rejected that Blake. I feel like his name is. Anyway, kind of looks like Blake. I thought it was kind of him until, you know, I was like, see him. And I'm like, yeah, bachelor guy. Anyways, what? Uh, I mean, he has no personality, Tanner. Right. And then well, you got, and then you got uh, Sean who has all the personality. Hmm. It was a weird mix. There was no, there was just, there was no chemistry between the two guys, let alone the two guys in charity. Yeah, there's just nothing going on there. Super awkward. Okay, well, we can go to commercial, and when we come back, Caitlin will be with us. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Okay, we'll She's do a commercial right, right now, and right. we'll come back after playing a. Commercial from another cool podcast on the Bridge Burner Podcast Collective. Here we go. Do you like pilots? Do you hate pilots? Are you indifferent to pilots? Have you ever met a pilot? Have you ever flown your own plane? They get uploaded. They're uploaded to YouTube. They're all on YouTube. They're right there. Just for you. They're for free. Nobody's watching them. Why would you watch them? But guess what? There's two people that love to watch them. It's Stuart and Joe. We watch them so you don't have to. We're putting in the work. We've got cow people. We've got reincarnated dogs. We've got wizard superheroes. We've got extremely short private investigators. Hobo probate law. We've got a dog with the brain of a man. And a man with the brain of a dog. We tell you not only what happens, why it happened, who it happened to, what happened after. And why it stinks. So come watch Piloting Error. Well, don't watch it. Come stand behind me in my basement while we make the show. Could you bring me another beer? What's the network? Only on the Bridge Burner Collective. Wherever find podcasts. Wherever you're getting your podcasts. And we're back, and Caitlin is with us. I'm here. Are you okay? I'm okay. Just a chaotic day. Oh, I know the feeling. I feel like I've been fighting off uh, an infection of some kind for, like, the better part of three weeks or something. Yeah, I, I feel that also. I'm, like, was sick last week. I'm much better this week, but I'm still having that, like, runny nose, sneezy thing mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So well, you had something to say about uh, our man uh, Joey. <laughs> you totally forgot his name, didn't you? <laughs> no, we've just been talking about him <laughs> for the last hour. All right. Well, yeah. One thing I was intrigued by in this state was Charity asked him if he'd ever been in an interracial relationship before and sort of, you know, his thoughts on that, which we don't often get on The Bachelor and Bachelorette that they explicitly ask that. So I thought it was interesting that, you know, it was it was in the edit that Charity brought it up. Um, yeah. He had a decent answer, which was like he hadn't been, but that, you know, he's willing to work on it and he knows it's like a thing. So at least he recognizes that it's different, right? right? So it wasn't bad, but I just thought it was, it was interesting. And I think it's going to be one of her only final guys that she has that combo with because everyone else is is black right that's in her final uh-huh. right so it is interesting that she was like okay gotta have the talk with joey 
because she seems really into Joey. <laughs> That's we just spent an hour talking about that exact thing. <laughs> yeah, I was a little surprised how into Joey she is, <laughs> just because I mean he's cute, right? Easier thinks nice. that he's like the you know a ten out of ten best looking guy well, on he's television. He's exact type. He's that is not what I said at all, Kurt. You are like said. totally... It is what you said. It is not what I said. Roll the tape. It you is said not what only, I said. You said literally the only person better looking than him is Greg Grippo. That's no, what those were your God. exact words. I no absolutely way. did not say that. <laughs> Unequivocally, 100% did not say that. He's in the same like type of look as Greg Grippo. Which is why I knew when we started this season, and I think I said it maybe on our first episode, I knew that EZR would like him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he has the look that she likes. She will like this guy. Wait, that, yeah. that's what Craig said. You guys are both mixing me up. Craig App said, oh, I know who you like, Joey. And I said, I guess he's okay. I never even gave him a second glance until <laughs> Craig was like, I know who you like. I'm like, what? Like, I don't really. He's 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 okay. But honestly, <laughs> his personality makes him a no-go in every other way. Like, I'm one of those people that once you get to know them, and if they're not good, mm-hmm. I will immediately think of them as not good-looking okay. also. Easier. So you're in a bar, and <laughs> you've had a few. And oh, across well, the bar, if you put it that way. <laughs> across the bar is, is Joey uh-huh. and Caleb the wrestler. Uh-huh. Which, okay. one do you, which one do you go up to? I'm going to talk to Caleb because that's so cool. But that doesn't imply anything. You just like him because he's in the WWE. No, not like. I would definitely talk to a wrestler at a bar and be like, hey, what's up? What are you up to? What's going on? In a totally platonic way. Over some airhead like Joey. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that answers nothing. But okay, thanks. Okay, well, I have to say when, when I saw him at the beginning of the season, I did assume that you would like him meet CR because he he looks like kind of the Greg Grippo look. Oh, he's kind of in the same school as Peter Pilot too, who you also had a fondness for. Yeah, you know what? I think he's a he's such a low budget version of those two that I it's not really my thing. <laughs> he is I think those two are the good looking versions. Like the, he's the 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 drawn version, you know, the badly drawn version of those two. Yeah, he's also like the curly hair version because neither of them have curly hair like that. Um, but yeah, hair. I think he's I think he's cute. I do think he's kind of boring. Was the vibe I was getting like? So I was a little surprised that she was so like, let's make out. Joey is so great. I'm crying for happy tears, you know. And I was like, wow. So he's he's really in your top set of guys, huh? Like you really like Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then um, we were going to move on to Dot Dot Dotton. No, we were going to move on to No No Nola. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> New Orleans, yes. You know New Orleans pretty well, is that correct, Caitlin? Oh, uh, somewhat well. I go there a lot right now for work purposes, so I was. Do excited. they just have bands playing on the corner everywhere you go? I mean, that actually is not uncommon. Yes, that that is pretty normal there. (laughs) I'm really excited. One quick NOLA thing. I was texting with our new international fan, Nicola from Australia, who I hung out with in New Orleans. And she's an Australian Bachelor fan who started watching the American one because of our conversations. Sweet. Um, 
I was texting her because at one point during the date with Dotton, when they're like, they're eating, it is uh, fried oyster, although it's really hard to tell. But the guy wearing the t-shirt that says Drago's, uh, that's a restaurant we went to when we were there. It's like a Croatian-owned oyster pie. (laughs) And we were like, oh my god, Drago's made it onto the Bachelorette. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, so answer me this. So if you live in New Orleans, you probably don't live on Bourbon Street, right? You live off somewhere. Yeah, Bourbon Street is, I mean, it's possible to buy property there, but I think the only people who live anywhere close to it are people who, like, are celebrities who just own houses there, you know, because that neighborhood is just, it's all, like, hotels, bars, restaurants. So how do you get there? Is there, like, a light rail or something? There is a streetcar, and they showed it in the show as one of the background shots. Um, there's streetcar lines that go through, like, downtown to Bourbon Street and then out to some of the, the other districts. There's also buses. Um, walking and biking is not too hard because it's not a massive city. So, like, right. depending on where you're going to where you are. Though, I did get mad at a friend of mine when I was there recently who moved back. Like, she grew up there, and then she moved back recently. Because anytime we'd walk somewhere, and we'd be like, how far is it? Because it's so humid right now, you know? And she'd be like, oh, it's like three blocks. And then you'd be like, 40 minutes later, like, still (laughs) walking. And I'm, like, covered in sweat. Like, why did you lie to me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was going to ask you that, EZR, because you said you like humid environments. Doesn't that mean you like basically the entire Midwest and East coast. I don't like know. I've never, humid. I've never been there in the summer. Cause no one. You've never been to like Chicago in the summer. Oh, like you know Boston. what? Yeah, I have. That wasn't bad. I, I didn't really mind it. No one was like having trouble breathing or something, but that <laughs> reminds me that Aaron is from everywhere. What a whiner that he's like, I'm from San Diego <laughs> and I'm from New Orleans and I'm from Houston. I, what's his deal? Like he kept, the, his Chiron, he literally said, I'm from here. And she wouldn't even take me on a date. Right underneath his Chiron, San Diego. And then at the end of the episode, he's like, yeah, she's going to Houston. I'm like, what is going on? What is going on? Yeah. Why I looked this, this up way? because uh-huh. I was so confused. Like, I was like, his Chiron says San Diego. He's saying he's from Houston. He's so my sulked the whole yeah, time but then about he's, like, New Orleans. complaining about how he's from New Orleans and it's his town. So I Googled. He went to college there. He went to Tulane. Okay. So he lived there for roughly four years. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> not, you know. That's, that's like me saying I'm from Iowa City. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, we're going to have our one-on-one date in Iowa City. <laughs> I'm from there. I know everything about it. I know about the fun run. Like, okay. Run. Good. Yeah. It was, it was odd to me how upset he was specifically by that. Like, it makes sense to me why the men were upset that Dotton got a second one-on-one one week after he got his yeah. first one, right? Like, I get why they'd be like, really? When some of us haven't gotten one at all, you know? So yeah. I get why that is, but Aaron was more, it didn't seem like he was upset that somebody else was getting it. He was upset that he didn't get to brag about all the things he knows about New Orleans to her. Right. Yeah, and they're, theoret- I mean, you know, in theory, they're taking them somewhere that isn't always place specific you know they could take them 
on like a cruise or, you know, whatever, you're not going to be like, oh, and that's where I threw up that one time. And that's where I went to the bathroom. You know, what are you going to do? Like, what's so (laughs) special? She can't take her on a date. The show is taking them on a date. So what's he upset about? You know, (laughs) (laughs) that's where I threw up one time. (laughs) That's what I imagine. That's what I picture. (laughs) That's where I peed on the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there a lot? Of, there must be a lot of that, like people throwing up in the street in Bourbon Street. My God, that's what I picture. Oh, you know, I haven't personally seen it, which you'd think it would happen a lot more often because, outside of just you know the massive amount of bars and the drinking culture, I don't know if y'all know this, but New Orleans is one of those places where you can take a to-go cup for your drink and you can drink it yeah. anywhere around the city, yeah. like Vegas. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. It's got a Vegas vibe. I guess it could be like when I when I did study abroad in undergrad uh, and I lived in France, we were like, no open container laws. We just drink on the street. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like people kind of act like that in New Orleans a little bit because yeah. most bars will have like either when you order the drink, you can ask for it in like a plastic cup. Or they'll have them by the door. Like, they'll have a little dispenser where you can pour whatever's remaining of your drink into a little <laughs> plastic cup so you can take yeah. it. Yeah. That's funny. That's what they do in... Yeah. Lots of places. Even here. Even here in Cal... Like, there's lots of cities that do that. And you're just like, oh, it's just a law for places that they deem... You know, if it's a tourist place, they'll do that. But if it's not, you're not allowed to do it. Uh, I could get technical about it but basically you can only do it in the richer areas here well um, i've seen plenty of people drinking on the bus oh sure in the metro mm-hmm. oh sure i'm not saying that's i'm saying that's not sanctioned that's the way right. it is anyway okay yes but i would say despite the to-go cup culture i actually have not personally seen anyone vomit in the street on any of my trips <laughs> to new orleans so I don't, I'm assuming it must happen pretty frequently down on like Bourbon Street in the French Quarter neighborhood, just because that's where tourists go to drink. But right. yeah, yeah, and I haven't not, seen it, which is a they're little not used to the heat. Yeah. Oh God. The heat is really, I don't know if it's just that I personally am not great with heat and humidity, but when I was there last month, I was just like, I am dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like complaining about it all the time. Like I was like, I am sweating right now. I hate it. Yeah. I think the hottest I've ever been was St. Louis in July. That was hot. And that's all the same. You know, that's all right along the the uh, Mississippi there. So. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's also super humid there. But yeah, Louisiana in the summer is. It's bad. It's bad out there. It's like. <laughs> You you can get heat stroke as a normal person just walking around outside. Um, what do you guys think about Dotton's date? I thought it was cute. Um, it was obviously a low budget date in that. So they they did not really run the half marathon. They like no. jogged certain portions of the course where the marathon is held. Yeah, that was. There must be a shortcut that you take if you're I running five k. There must be something or like when the race is not on, you can just walk the course if you want to or something because, yeah, they clearly they clearly did not do it. And they sort of admitted that they did not do the whole thing. But it was like, all right, you're running. You're running in some like feather boas and tutus. 
and then you're eating snacks along the way <laughs> and then you go to dinner in like a rented out empty room so <laughs> it was uh you know i mean i guess they did get some experience of the city culture with like the walking along the streets and stuff but yeah it did seem sort of like a yeah like there was not a lot of effort put into that date well i hate to play like sausage maker here but they did not give them the music at this weird part uh, of the date when they're sitting at dinner, um, which is so strange. So I'm going to play it for you guys because I, I even cut out the part where they did give them the music and then someone dropped the ball and forgot to put the music in for the final edit. So magical. It's literally like the best feeling, like truly the best feeling ever. <clears throat> Okay, um, I can't in the words, like, say how you make me feel. Just oh. know that it's, it's a million good things. Yeah. And, Dotton, will you accept this first? Yes, sir. I will. <laughs> They're just mumbling at each other. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, will you accept this? And, uh, and the uh, and the music would have made that seem better. He's like, uh, yeah, charity, I will. And at the end, they're like, let me put this on you, okay? <laughs> I, what? <laughs> it just uh, it it really really breaks up the fantasy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I guess it's between him <laughs> and Aaron. I I don't think Joey is top three material i mean i don't think he is i don't think he should be but i also don't think that charity could pick him in the end i just don't think she could she might but i just don't think so like if she doesn't see through him then i'd be very surprised hey caitlin what is social media saying about this condensed season I mean, we're going to be on Hometowns uh, on season episode six. Yes, there has been some talk over, you know, why? Why is it being condensed since, right. like, what what's going on? Is there some sort of... Writer's she, strike? Yeah, like, does she leave early? Is there a <laughs> conflict with filming location? Like, what's why is the reason? And it seems like no one's been able to figure out the exact reasoning behind it. But um, what was it? Bachelor Data, Data Video that said, all right, so Charity's season overall is going to be eight weeks. Mm. Um, but the last two Bachelorettes before her, theirs were nine weeks, which is one week short of what Bachelor always is. Bachelor Wait. has never been shortened. So Wait, so you're saying it's usually ten weeks, sometimes nine weeks, and this is going to be eight weeks? It's usually ten weeks. That's the standard. Some of the recent Bachelorettes have also been nine weeks, like Gabby and Rachel were nine weeks. Um, I see. Michelle was nine weeks, apparently. And Katie was also eight weeks. Oh, really? But I think that's because, like, her her last episodes were condensed because of, like, all the men were leaving. You know, like, when it was like, <laughs> you're the only man left. Like, so I think they cut some time there that maybe would have existed otherwise. And there was no travel at all in hers because it was one of the, the COVID bubble seasons. Right. So that also okay. could explain why it was shorter. But there's no reason given for charities, and I think Bachelor Data's hypothesis was that they've been getting shorter recently with the last couple of seasons, that nine weeks. So this is not 
drastically shorter than that, but it does seem shorter. Uh-huh. And that perhaps it's shorter because of the ratings. That Bachelorette yeah. is getting worse ratings than Bachelor, and she thinks it's not just, you know, the content of the show, that people like the flagship better, but that it's the time of year when it airs. That Bachelor usually airs in winter, which is the time when more people are inside and watching TV. Right. And Bachelorette airs in summer, which is more people are like going on vacation or doing outdoorsy things and not necessarily as tuned in to to television. So that's kind of the hypothesis right now is like the ratings are always lower, that they've been shortening them slightly recently. So this is not super shorter than the Gabby and Rachel and Michelle seasons. But that, yeah, there's no really good people are concerned that it's too fast for them to get to know each other. I've seen that mm-hmm. come up on social media a lot. But they're well, like, it's for, just too short. For Joey to say he's falling in love with her on week five, it just feels a little cramped. Well, did maybe, it, they, maybe I could be proven wrong. Maybe they all say it on week five. I think this is not super fast for that, especially since, didn't Dotton also say that? Am I, like, misremembering? I think he also said he was falling in love or, like, falling for her or something along those lines. Zero must be muted. No, I I heard. I just, I'm not sure. I'm not positive. I'm sure he did something. He said something, at least to, yeah, I think he did say it to her. Yeah, I think he did. I have, like, a memory of this, but, of course, (laughs) it was only yesterday, but I could be wrong. Uh, so I think he did too, although I guess you could say in his case it might make more sense because he's had even more one-on-one time with her than Joey has. So mm-hmm. he presumably knows her a little bit better than some of the other men at this stage. Um, yeah, I don't know. The shortened thing is really curious to me. I think there's also a hypothesis that part of the reason why they went to Oceanside right away was not just like weather-related stuff, but the Golden Bachelor is filming in there like immediately so you mean in the bachelor mansion yeah apparently they're in the mansion god how how not looking forward to this are you i know the (laughs) consensus on social media seems to be that people are really into this Mm. but do we really want to watch like 30 seniors vying for the attention of a 71 year old i mean have we thought this through I've got mixed feelings. On the one hand, I feel like it's interesting that they're trying something different, right? That I'm like, oh, how will this be different than the other shows? That's kind of cool. I am worried about a lot of things, right? Like, first of all, they haven't released who the cast are yet, so we don't know ages of these women. And I'm like, I'm assuming there's no way they're going below 50 for this. But Mm -hmm. it's The Bachelor, so you honestly never know what they're going to do. There's probably going to be one, like one like 30 year old just to oh, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm worried they'll do something like that which is like fundamentally kind of gross to be like I'm 31 <laughs> I'm interested in this 71 year old man yeah like it's just not great one two based on the preview commercial that they aired last night of Gary yeah. the golden bachelor he seems boring so well he's 71 they're supposed to be boring. That's the like premise, right? That they're good guys. Yeah. Right. So I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't know if he's interesting enough to carry off a lead thing. But then I guess it'll all depend on what are the women like and what are they going to be doing. And I was so 
I really wanted my mom to apply to be one of the right. contestants on Golden Bachelor. She is 69 years old, so well, she is age-appropriate, right? And she's single, and she's been single for a long time. So I'm like, you know, she would be so good on reality TV because she's a very big personality. And I honestly think she would be painted as a villain if she was on a Bachelor show. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of love the idea of my mom being a reality TV villain. I think that would be really funny. Can I ask uh, a question that everyone wants to know the answer to, but everyone's too afraid to ask? Hmm. Can I ask that? Is that, yes. I, I guess I could always delete it in the edit. Do 70 year olds. Like have sex. Yes. Yes, Thank they you. do. I'm led to believe that they very much do. <laughs> led to believe by who? Uh, I guess, like, knowing older people... Well, first of all, he's probably on Viagra or whatever, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna assume he has access to that. And that they do, like, old people do have sex. So I feel like they probably are gonna... Are they gonna have fantasy suites? I feel like, yes. They they had, like, a, um... They had, like, some expose. I want to say it was, like, in ProPublica, but it might not have been that, that classy of a publication, where there's a lot of STDs in um, yes. retirement homes. Yeah, like the mm. retirement community kind of places. Because they're kind of like, okay, yeah, all like bets are off. It's like into the world for them. Yeah, you know? like they're into their world. And it's very, <laughs> yes, but I've heard it is there's a lot of sex happening in retirement communities that old people most certainly still do it. And that, especially if you're like a single older man, because their life expectancy is lower than women. You're like a hot commodity. Right. Um, my big kind of, maybe they're trying to safeguard for this. And I'm wondering if they are. Is that this hopefully, but maybe not, takes away that influencer expectation. Because while, of course, there are influencers of all ages... These people who go on The Bachelor might not be as interested to be an influencer if they're 50 or 60 or 70. Right. Maybe oh. they, they could definitely navigate it, but not that they're interested. So maybe it's a good way to renew interest, you know, to start off from square one without going back to 2001 where there was no social media or 98 or whenever it started. I think that is the great, like, the that is the one way to maybe stop the influencer train on from the bachelor is to have a bunch of old people (laughs) yes i mean i would laugh if they got have you seen that older woman influencer where she's like i think she's in her 70s she might be in her 60s but she just uh she's on tiktok a lot and she talks about like men that she's dated (laughs) If they got her on here, I would laugh really hard. Right. There is no guarantee. You might just open up a new market to these like very niche older people, you know, AARP members. But it is so it would be it's in that way. It's brilliant because then we are going back to basics. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what it seems like the show wants to do right like they vilify the influencer thing a lot so they presumably want not influencers on the cast and that I think that will be easier because while I'm thinking like my mom uses social media but she doesn't use it regularly and she doesn't understand like meme culture or 
like I don't think she could be an influencer, you know. <laughs> right, right. I'll let her know you said that. Right. Well, <laughs> looks anything to look forward to for the next couple? Because yeah, it's in it's in fast, it's in uh, speed up mode. But I don't mind it at all. I I normally, as I as you guys know, week five is my week. But instead of being you know uh, in locked far off rooms. They're in hometown, so that's got to be bad for them, right? Some of them are like, okay, time for the sexual attention. Oh, let's meet your parents. That's a good, that's kind of an interesting, like, delay. Uh-huh. Do you get what I'm saying? Does that make yeah. sense what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm intrigued on what's going to happen on hometowns and who ends up in her her top three for fantasy suites because the previews we keep on being shown uh, intimate that someone in Joey's family is going to be like, you think you're getting the real Joey? So something <laughs> negative Whoa. is going to happen at Joey's family. family. Yeah, exactly. Joey. I t- whatever told you, Craig, I told you. <laughs> told me what? I, that he's not everything I told you at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested in the drama that's going to be happening next week, presumably, right? That like, it looks like we'll have a Joey thing. I feel like even if he has a bad hometown, I think he probably still makes it to the top three. Uh-huh. And I think it looks like Dotton's a, a shoe in He's a lock to go on. Uh, I think Joey makes it. So then it's between Xavier and Aaron B. And I hope she chooses Xavier because I like that he's like a knitter getting his PhD. He wears all these fun sweaters. And Aaron B. <laughs> just kind of annoys me. He's kind of low energy, though. For her. That's true. That's he's a little bit more quiet, it seems like. Well, but I don't even like... think quiet. I think he's just kind of like not showing much effort. And she needs a lot of effort. She does need a lot of effort. And I was really intrigued when they had their one-on-one the week before. And how much she was freaking out about how he reminded her of her ex. And I'm assuming it's yeah. like this is the big ex who cheated on her, and that maybe it's just like he has same physical qualities or something. Well, but she, she was just said... like, he must be a cheater. He reminds me, and so she's like, I have to talk to him about loyalty. We <laughs> yeah, we kind of said that she that her ex must have used her for arm candy, and Xavier kept saying how good looking she was, and that kind of threw her off. Like it's the same thing her ex would do. You know, right. woo her back with words, but that, yeah, it was it, it was a little nebulous for sure. But that they connect on these deeper issues, which I get. But the fact that he's this low energy dude might throw her off. And I, I other than that, I think they're good for each other. They're, you know, they're yeah. not in the same fields, but they both get the same like amount of work, probably goes into their work which I think is a great match in that way yeah and I would say like the internet loves Dotton they think he's the perfect man um (laughs) I I like what I've seen right but I still can't get out of my head that one of his fun facts pre-season was that he wants to be the director of the CIA yeah he's right right that was Dotton that was yeah. Dotton, and it's extra weird to me knowing that, like, he was an immigrant, so you know he's probably on a bunch of lists to be, like, watched by the government. So I'm just like, buddy, why would you want that job? Unless yeah, it's a long con to, like, yeah. dismantle the CIA or, like... <laughs> but I feel like Trump wanted to credit. do that. 
which I was like, oh, really? Interesting, Trump. Um, no politics, just saying that. That was a very interesting uh, move there. Okay, well, looking forward to, for the once in my life, for the, <laughs> I, never in my lifetime have I ever looked forward to hometowns, right? Have you guys, I've never looked forward to hometowns, but I'm actually looking forward to it. Why? What, what's changed? Sorry. Well, it just looks a little bit more uh, exciting. Like the timeline makes it more fast, like you said, fast paced, like just a little bit uh, varied. I didn't look at the commercial, but it's I just gonna feel be like the, there's more stakes. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be the same shit. It's like the dad's going to be like, well, you know. And then the mom will be like, oh, you're so sweet. And then it'll go to the next couple and the next couple. <laughs> there's, there's, well, we're never, ever again going to have the Dean, Dean's dad situation. Oh, the Dean's dad. <laughs> go uh, back and watch that, Caitlin. No, yeah, but who, was, who was the, um, who was the guy that everyone loved? So when Caitlin said that everyone loves dot, dot, date, datum. Everyone. Got Everyone it. loves Jacob. him. It made <laughs> me think of the guy. Of data. <laughs> yeah. Data. It makes me think of the guy that everyone loved from a few years ago that easier. You made me call out on Twitter and then he threatened to beat me up. Oh yeah. Um, military Mike. From his, Hannah Brown season. I think his name was Mike, but I don't think he was in the military. He was it's in the like, military. I, you made me call him out for leaving his pregnant girlfriend well because he was a hypocrite he said hey cameron <laughs> hey, or some guy he's like you're just trying to get a pity rose also right. here's my pity story i left yeah. my girl i my girlfriend had an abortion it's like you're not allowed to you are not allowed i mean i don't know maybe the girlfriend consented but you're not really allowed to tell your girlfriend's story about how she had a miscarriage it just seemed too personal. And it also seemed like he was just trying to do the projection thing, right? I'm not the pity rose getter. You're the pity rose getter, random poor guy that just got, you know, randomly chosen. And it was the whole Hannah Brown. I mean, it was, you're kind of taking it apart when really it was about the big ball of Hannah Brown men that were just all right. horrible, except, <laughs> and especially, of course, Luke, but like we had to kind of defend against like this group of bullies I mean, they're all they were all yes. horrible men yes yes if you're new to the podcast this is all new to you but if you're you've been with us for a while you know uh our hate distaste for mike sorry mike no i'm not sorry <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um, is dot like that or not in any way like uh like um mike. I don't think it's exactly the same. Like, I think people like him because he's tall. Love a tall he's guy. very tall. Yeah, so he's tall. super tall. Xavier's also tall, but I think Dotton is like one inch taller or something. Hey, let's not height shame here. Well, I'm saying this people she's online, saying that people like him. They like that he's tall. They yeah, love but, how hey, tall he but is. But saying, saying that someone, that people, that women like tall guys is saying that they don't like short guys. That it's is Craig. true, though. There's obviously there's variance amongst women, but in general, being tall is seen so widely does, societally as an. No, advantage. I, I get that. So why does why does Joey get a pass? Because he's not tall. No, but he is taller than her, so that's something. Um, no, they like Dotton. He's tall. 
he has a, a good background story of, you know, he came over here when he was four. And, you know, so they like that kind of stuff. I'm not sure what else. I mean, he just seems nice, I guess, is what people like about him. Uh, a lot of people seem to identify with last week when he was so scared of heights that he said his biggest heights is fear or something like that. People seem to love that. Oh, because he got it backwards? Yes, he got mixed Aww, up. They thought that was so really cute. good. Oh, that's so small that people are just finding a way. I think they're just like, ooh, this guy's a good guy to latch on to. I'm going to say I like him. Like, he's fine. He's nothing wrong with him, but it just feels like yes. they're finding it the smallest like very, things. It, there's nothing major necessarily, but it kind of reminds me of how much everyone online like hated Brayden. And I'm like, I don't hate Brayden. I miss Brayden actually this week. Uh, and it was all sort of like okay he's like a little bit arrogant and he's 24 and that's your main reasoning for disliking him (laughs) like it's like this isn't that big of a deal I don't know people get all sorts of small things it seems like everyone likes her top four guys they're not like no one's against any of the ones who are left so okay well see you next week All right, so we're going to end here. Uh, there wasn't much in any episode, so you can forgive us for not having a full-length podcast episode. But uh, next week, hopefully, there'll be a lot of juicy content from hometowns. Yeah, when are you going back to Louisiana, uh, Caitlin? I'll be there in like two, three weeks. Cool. Yep, so going to be super hot again. <laughs> I might eat some fried oysters at Draco. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's great. Humid places are great at night, you know, when it's still really warm out. Well, I wear... like my ideal weather is like 68 to 70 degrees. Right. <laughs> so, Louisiana. So Maryland is... works really well for you. Well, no, because it's hot here right now. Oh, it's yeah. That's true. 98 today. And you. Oh, my God. Are you serious? It's bad. It's very bad this week. Summer here is also pretty gross. It's just Louisiana amps it up. It's even more humid and it's even hotter. So, no, I think my ideal weather is like Pacific Northwest. I think it's supposed to get into the 90s today here in LA. Is that right? Easier? I think so. No, I don't know. It's, like it's not humid though. Yeah. Yeah. No humidity. Okay. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.